don't know if artists always realize the responsibility that they have in what they say in interviews mm -hmm. and things like that, but I remember reading, like, CCM Magazine articles that, um, that really influenced my, like, it really shaped me as, you know, as, as a dreamer and also as a Christian, I think. Hey there, and welcome to 4Ks in a Pod with the Irwins. My name is Luke, and I'm the producer of this podcast, and I'm so glad that you've joined us for this episode. Now, listening to the podcast is a wonderful way to get to know the Irwin family, but if you want to meet them in person, then you might be able to catch them live on tour. And if you want to find all of the different tour dates and seeing where you can catch them performing live, then you're going to want to head over to their website, irwinministries.com. And while you're there, make sure that you check out their latest single, Still Telling My Story. Now, I'm really excited to introduce your co-host, Keith, Cody, Chris, and Katie. They are the 4Ks in a pod. But we love you guys so much. So thanks for thanks for having us here. Well, we love you, and uh, and we well, we're not done. It's not the end. No, yeah. no this is not. No, it's not. Up We've yet. got a and lot. Don't of... worry. We'll edit out all the uh, disagreements. Yeah. <laughs> we'll edit out all. <laughs> no, of leave it in. Drama. <laughs> and a lot of pointless questions. We would love to ask you. Hey, real fast, real fast. How long did y'all date before y'all got married? Because we stopped right there at the night y'all met. Oh yeah, we keep getting sidetracked. Yeah. How does it go into <laughs> how long did you date, married, and then today? Like where y'all are remember? now? I don't remember. So we started dating in December 2008. We got engaged in August 2009, and we got married in June 2010. Boom. Whoa. Wow. So, yeah. Whoa. I can't do that. I'm glad my Lindsay's not incredible. here. I can't do that. In fact, it was December 8, 2008 was our first date. We got engaged on August, I think, 18th, 2009, and we got married June 12, 2010. June? That's what I remember. 12th. Yeah, June 12th, our anniversary. So we dated, uh, we dated almost, we dated like... Nine months before we got engaged, and then another ten months. Before, ten months before we got married. Ten, ten minutes. Months. Yeah. Memphis, pretty quick. In Memphis. When you know, pretty you quick. know. When you know, you know. I'm articulate. Uh, ten minutes. Uh, I know. Well, I think we all know the answers to these questions. Uh, for both of you, each one, each introvert, extrovert. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm both too. So yeah, I think it's true. I've seen both I think sides. doing what we all do, you have say, to I think a lot of artists, even if you are introvert, know, you, have, you to have to be an extrovert. Seen yeah. that. The cool thing I think about Lindsay and my relationship is that when we're in public, I'm typically the extrovert because I'm expected to be. Mm -hmm. I learned a long time ago that if you're quiet in what we do, people think you're mm -hmm. snooty or arrogant. Absolutely. And, yep. So I've tried to go overboard to not be quiet. But then when we get back to the room, I want to literally just stare at a screen and watch Netflix. And Lindsay's like, hey, you want to play? You want to hang out? You know, let's just watch TV. I want to numb my brain. 
And it's kind of it's <laughs> it's kind of unfortunate that they think that they get that, you know, because yeah, I mean, which a lot of people know our schedule. Where, you know, we have to be kind of on person with a you know with quotation marks, and, <laughs> and and you have to be, you know, you do have to be on. I mean, and, and the crazy thing about it is, there are moments when I'm literally like either sad or sick, right? And and those are the two worst, right? Because right. you're going through something, you're discouraged, right? You're just you know you're just down in the dumps. And you got to sing. You got to right. you got to talk about Jesus. You got to talk about how good He is. And there's other nights when you just don't feel good. Right. You just you're sick. You're lethargic. Mm-hmm. You're wore out. And honestly, sometimes the mental uh, fatigue is worse than even being mm-hmm. sick. Like when you're just so exhausted from. You guys know you do revivals oh, yeah. and mornings, and we've cut out a lot of those things that have, like the morning stuff. We don't do a whole lot of that. We don't do a whole lot of outside stuff because when you're getting up and talking about the heavy things that I talk about on stage, it doesn't really work in that setting. But a lot of those, a lot of those things that drain you, we've tried to eliminate because I want to still be able to do this when I'm, yeah. if I want to, when I'm older, right? Know, and not and be just good worn work. out. And yeah. you want to do it at your and best. Ulti- yeah, you want to be at your best. Right. Ultimately, it's about being at your best. If if you if you can't be as effective as you ultimately can be, just because you're physically drained or mentally drained, then it defeats the purpose of traveling and you know spreading the gospel in the first place. Kind of right. like when somebody asks you to do a podcast right before you sing. Hey, let's do it. Who would ever do that? Who would ever do that? Something, uh, both of you, that you don't consider yourself great at, but you may want to get better at. Maybe you're, and, and that's kind of in any way, any, every way, whatever. Like maybe technically or like on the music or ministry side. Being a person. Okay. <laughs> Next. I'll take, I'll take that. <laughs> that's Next not, it's not deep at all. Okay. You want to be a better person? I just want to be a person. That's actually. <laughs> I married an alien, apparently. Uh, well, we barely got what town she was from. So. As you can tell, we uh, Lindsay is uh, eccentric, and we love that about her. Uh, we're also very confused a lot of times. That's actually, I know what you mean. That's actually a great answer. Yeah, like, very deep. Of course it is. It's really a great answer. <laughs> like, really, I feel like sometimes it's really hard to be me. It's, be, it's, be. it's hard hey. to be. It's hard to be. Hey, you're talking to people listening to our podcast. That's right. <laughs> they know exactly what you mean. That's exactly These people right. people know what you mean. Our listeners uh, know what you mean. These are your people. Like, I feel like for a long time, like, I've tried to be what people expect me to be. I've tried to fit into mm-hmm. various versions of expectation. And right now, I'm really trying to just be me. I like it. I love that. Great. Joe? That's incredible. Uh, I'm not just saying this, but I really th- would like to be something I'm not very good at or haven't been very good at and I'm trying to be better at is uh, a husband. And the reason for that is because my... Because Lindsay's trying to be... No, I... Uh, <laughs> a person. I wasn't raised... <laughs> I wasn't raised around... My parents, uh, who are amazing people, I'm very open about the divorce, um, and they are too, but um, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see a unit. Uh, I didn't know how a husband treated a, was supposed to treat a wife because I just... It was my mom. So I've had to learn from scratch, and I'm still learning. And it's funny, just about the time I think I've got it, and every husband can probably relate with this, about the time you think, oh, i got it figured out. Like, this is so great being married, and then one week just everything goes to pot, and you're yep. like, 
I stink at this. I'm yes, just sir. not good at this. Been there. And so I, I think that. Little pot. The drugs was 10 years ago. Okay. Who's the editor on we this? Have what's his name? Yeah, you know what's funny? We haven't really said anything we about that. We haven't said anything like, about oh, that. Wait, is yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening with the comment? I am in recovery from drug addiction. Lindsay tends to make jokes because we deflect <laughs> with humor. <laughs> so, yes, so that's what we do. Ta-da! Ta-da! We talk about drugs a lot. Yeah. If you, if both of you weren't what you are, what would you be? Like a, a other profession or anything else? What if you didn't, if you weren't doing what you're doing right now? I don't know, Lindsay. You, you may have to answer this one because I'm not. I think I would love to be. You answered this, and I think I would probably be a coach because I love like yelling at people. Yeah. You know, Chris <laughs> wants to be a plumber. Yeah, yeah I would. Plumber. Be a plumber. I, it was realistic. A we lot of people listen. have asked me about that. It's not, I mean, obviously, it's just realistic. My dad was a plumber. Come on, guys. What would you want to be? Oh, would I want to be a producer of some sort? Yeah. Something with music. Can I change mine? Sure. I think I would want to be a a psychologist or a therapist. Mm. I love asking really invasive questions. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay? Still trying to be a person, so not really sure. <laughs> that's who. That's who you'd like to be yeah, as a person. Still, okay. still working on that. So that's that's the hardest part right now. Between the two of you, obviously, you guys have released some incredible, incredible music. Music that seriously, music that we listen to on a weekly basis, and it's um, incredible to listen to new stuff that you're releasing as it goes on. We're excited to hear more. However. For those who are meeting you all for the very first time, maybe on this podcast, what would be one song that you guys have released that you would want them to hear, that you want to share? This might be a good From question. Your entire for, I know mine, but Lindsay, what would you like? Maybe you should talk about our album. What, what, what's the song on there that you would want people to hear? And then I can talk about my song. Well, that album wouldn't have been released if not for Rose Taff. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know that I would um, pick a song from that, um, but probably the basement. That's what I was going to say. It's a good representation. Yeah. Of, it's uh, funny that song has really been everything. mentioned on every episode of this podcast. Yep. It really <laughs> has. It really has. <laughs> Maybe it's one of those. What uh, do they call it? Uh, I've been paying them. Yeah. People put things in movies, uh, like, oh, uh, um, and uh, you're like. No. Well, <laughs> Good, Katie. Katie, oh, product, Easter egg. Product placement? Easter egg, yeah, yeah like the Easter egg oh, in each yeah. episode. Like, we'll just talk about the basement. You have to say the, the basement. The basement. Uh, I will, since Lindsay's very modest, I will say, if you go to our Listen to Our Duets album, my favorite cut is Restore. Um, yes. I think it's the best vocal she's ever done. Um, and she's, yeah, she's incredible. Lindsay's um, an incredible singer. But Restore on our, our album's my favorite. Hidden hobbies, something Hidden somebody hobbies. doesn't know about you. Hmm. I play Rook, uh, this card game called Rook, so much that Lindsay finally came down one day and she said, "Are you gambling?" <laughs> I said, "No, it doesn't cost money to play. I just play for fun." And uh, she was kind of kidding, uh, but I do have an addictive personality, so I think she was like, "Is this? Is, are you? Are you? Is this gambling?" I was like, "No, it's just Rook." Card game. Oh. So that's kind of my. Rook would be better than other addictions. Yeah, better than uh, better than uh, poker. Right? I've never played Rook. Never. I haven't either. It can be a little complicated. Is it cards? Yeah. Well, it's a it's a Rook deck of okay. cards. So it's like so one through fourteen, and there's a Rook. Just kind of take. It's kind of hard. It's almost like spades. 
Yeah. We don't play. We don't play card games. We were not. We're, we're not allowed. We don't Christian. play card games. Yeah. Lindsay, what is your hidden uh, hobby? Being a person. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say uh, cleaning, but <laughs> <laughs> that's not hidden. Everyone sees your stuff. Yes. They know you're clean. I really like to clean. Um, no, I would say it's listening to um, radio shows from the '40s and '50s. Wow. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Yes. That's good so, content. Like um, Burns and Allen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jack Benny. Mm-hmm. The Whistler. Things like that. Yeah. Nice. Question. The Great Gildersleeve. The Whistler. Question for both of you. Name three albums or artists Ooh. that influenced you still to this day. You want to do ultimately. one at a time? I'll do one. You do one. I'll do one. Oh, my word. There's such a pattern. Either album structure, or artist. Pattern always. Sorry. No. That's a big question. Vocally, I'll start with Michael Bublé, who's my favorite singer. Yeah. If you ever want to hear, I don't agree with everything he does. Right. But um, vocally, he's kind of what I strive. It's funny because he's more of a laid-back vocalist, and I'm a more of an aggressive vocalist. But he really inspires me to try to sing with more, I don't know, something about his tone and the finesse yep. of how he um, phrases things, his cadence. It's just brilliant to me. I think he's the closest thing. Uh, to Sinatra that that there is in our generation. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my number one. I would say um, Point of Grace and Avalon, both yeah. at the same time growing up, because I don't know if artists always realize the responsibility that they have in what they say in interviews mm-hmm. and things like that, but I remember reading, like, CCM Magazine articles that... Um, that really influenced my, like, it really shaped me as, you know, as as a dreamer and also as a Christian, I think. And I think that's really important right. and majorly impactful. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? You never know who's listening. You never know the words that you're going to say, how much weight they're going to carry. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, especially yeah, I mean, like an interview setting. I mean, I mean something that, that art we even take for granted sometimes, some small or kind of generic. Uh, Something that can impact I mean, life like that. Point of Grace took such a stand on purity. Mm. Um, and this was a, t- a time when, you know, preteen, teenager. And this the, this was something that wasn't really talked about in the church. And not, not in, at least in the circles that I was in. It was not something that was talked about. And wow. Point of Grace just really it was very impactful. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Great, what was your good. favorite Point of Grace song? Did oh. you have one? No, album. Let's do album. Album? Oh, I never know that. I know the answer to this. Life, Love, and Other Mysteries was the turning point for me. (laughs) (laughs) That was my introduction. My parents bought me the cassette for Christmas, and I I really feel like it changed my life. And I know that's a great record. Kind of a, you know, just a thing people say, but really. Great record. Yeah. Hey, while we're talking about other artists, do y'all have a favorite concert experience that you have been to that you would want to or could share? Point of Grace and For Him. Am I, okay. Am I going out? Cool. Um, I think recently we've really been we've been to two or three Kane concerts. Yeah. Um, and what those have been such great experiences for us. It's been very inspiring. We like to go to concerts now and then kind of study like what we can do better mm-hmm. and kind of okay that works. It's funny some of the songs they were doing in between their songs, like old songs or songs that we do. Like Jesus, 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 and um, nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
and was like, oh, that's kind of cool that we are using those songs to sing with the audience just like they are. Wow. Then also taking, I don't know, just the way they interact with the crowd. It's funny. I told you guys this, and you you didn't accept it, but I'm going to put it on the air. When I go see Kane, it reminds me of the Irwins because it's kind of like, and I mean this in the best way, because I'm so type A and OCD, it's very almost a happy chaos to where it's a family and they're just kind of, just fun, and it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be like people are talking. Maybe this person's talking, the other person starts talking. It's just fun. It's just. Yeah. Whereas with me and us, it's everything's so concise, and we're so OCD that sometimes you can lose the, I don't know, the human aspect of of a family unit, which we obviously wouldn't have a family unit on stage. But I don't know. I just I I, I really enjoyed the Kane wow. experience. Yeah. I You're gonna pull, are playing a date with them soon, right? Yeah. At the Ark Encounter. Really? Go yeah. see him. That's Go awesome. August, uh, September 9th. That's, That's tremendous. Yeah. Go see him. So a question that I gave you guys yesterday in advance. What is the greatest strength in gospel music today? Christian music, gospel music, and its greatest weakness. Lindsay and I were just talking about this on the way here, um, and I thought what you told me was pretty profound and brilliant. So I'm going to let you share what, what you said, and I'll, I'll give my opinion. I think... Artists and fans alike are becoming disenchanted with mediocrity. I think that is um, really, really important. I think we're starting to feel um, a, this pull of good enough is not good enough. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a that's fantastic a good thing. Well, is that is that the strength or the weakness? That's, well, <laughs> that's the strength. that's the strength. But I think the weakness is mediocrity. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Boom. So in case you didn't get that, the greatest strength is that the fans and artists, I'm going to mirror this, the fans and artists are becoming disenchanted with mediocrity. Mm. And the greatest weakness is that the artists are becoming mediocre. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm. Well, Maybe that's not. incredible. I mean, Pick I the mic up. That's a mouthful. Sounds like a contradiction, but it's actually pretty profound. I think. No, it is. It's yeah. tremendous, tremendous answer. Like Chris said, Brilliance from Lindsay Habedank yep. is all you will get. <laughs> my greatest, and here's me, my greatest strength would be, no, I, I think, <laughs> as for me, as for me in my house, too. I think the greatest strength, I haven't really gotten to the strength yet. I think the biggest weakness right now is division. Um, but, and I don't really blame the genre for it because the, the culture is divided, uh, the country is mm-hmm. divided. And so what has happened is the industry has adopted that culture because mm-hmm. they're so used to seeing Democrats and Republicans being divided or Christians and lost people or Christians and Christians that they then adopt the same thing. Uh, okay, well, we're going to be divided. So progressives, you go over here, and traditionalists, you go over here. And what happens is is we forget why we do this. And who does it come from? The artist. The great divider. The Great Divider, yeah, yeah. Satan, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly right. That's right. I think the greatest strength, though, um, for me, is the progression of the music, because ten years ago, uh, the Irwins or a Joseph Havenank, their music today would not have been accepted ten years ago. So I think watching the progression of the music and watching how the fans have gone, you know what? That's actually pretty good. It's not traditional. It's not the Goodmans, but it's good, and we enjoy it. And um, a lot of people have come to see me know that I stopped wearing ties. I, it's not that I'm against ties. I just uh, I stopped wearing them because 
when we came out of COVID, the church kind of shifted from a more um, stiff, you know, kind of uh, dress thing to a little more casual. So we call ahead of time and ask, what the, how would you like us to dress? And most of them say dress casual. So I, a lot of times I'll wear dark jeans and a dark shirt and a jacket. And um, I've yet to have one fan come up to me and go, you know, I really wish you'd wear a tie. I've had industry people come up and give me grief about it. But the people that are I'm ministering to, the people that are really paying our bills and supporting us, those are the ones that matter to me. And ultimately, it's about Jesus, Yes, what he wants. And if Jesus tells me, hey, I want you to put on a tie, I'll wear a tie. Right. Um, but so far, I haven't been convicted in that regard. And that's not to say that I disagree with anybody who does wear a tie. I think I love ties. I would love to wear a tie. Uh, Sometimes I do. A quartet convention, I always wear a tie. Um, Just out of respect. Likewise. And and if your dad tonight, uh, we're we're at the Irwin's camp, I know this will air later, but if he were to say, hey, Joseph, and he never would, but hey, won't you wear a tie tonight? Okay. I I have respect for that. I'm not uh, against that. And and why can't it be that simple? Like, why can't it yeah. be a mutual, a mutual respect? It is like, about respect. You see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have to be an over-the-top, well, let's see what he wears and then criticize him for that. You know? I mean, we all have respect for who we sing for, and who we sing for has respect for us, so why can't there be an open dialogue on, hey, this The is- truth of the matter is, the more we're talking about how people dress and what kind of music they're recording, the less we're talking about Jesus, and that's exactly oh. what the devil well, wants. Yeah. So yeah, I was about to take, say, who cares? Yeah, <laughs> who cares yeah. who wears a tie and well, who doesn't? That's not, yeah. the, that's not the goal. That's not the point. Jesus did not wear a tie. There weren't yeah. ties back in those say, days. I've never seen a drawing or a picture of Jesus that depicted him ever wearing a tie. In yeah. fact, he wore a robe that none of us would be caught dead in. Hey, uh, we need to get over ourselves is what needs to happen. Yeah. We all as a people need to get over ourselves. Religion isn't working. <laughs> yeah. Put like that down in a song. Sounds yeah. like a song. Talking about progression, what what how would you define your sound? Because we get that question all of the time. Every interview we have anywhere, how do you define your sound? And I'm going to ask you, because your sound is not far from ours, so I want to hear y'all's answer on that. I think, uh, do you have, an, Lindsay, do you have any opinion on that before I give mine? Um, No. I think my... I mean, I have lots of opinions. <laughs> the, goal, the goal of being an artist is to be an artist. Mm-hmm. It, it should be. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't define my sound in any way because I feel like if I'm defining my sound is well, it's kind of country. What's well, not? Well, it's kind of southern gospel. What's well, not? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind of churchy. Well, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of. I, I want to be my own thing. I don't want to be like anything else. So it really it is hard to define. And I've had you know I've, I've seen posts on Facebook that are like, well, you can't define southern gospel music. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Well, you can't define. CCM. Yeah. How do you define right Jesus? Yeah. Um, there's a That's million it. ways to define Jesus. That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, God is love. Absolutely. He's, but he's a million other things. And I think, um, I think it's okay to not be able to define it. At the end of the day, it's not about the style of music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As right. long as it's not taking away from Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. The fact of the matter, every time we get asked that, I say, this whole thing is bigger than us. Yeah. And... You know, we just want to sing the songs that God gives us, and in what whatever style happens to yeah. be, whatever song is asking for whatever style, we're going to sing it. I guess God has given us these songs, and we're going to sing them, and and we're going to let Him use them however He sees fit. And and I know of the genre. I speak for me and you all. There is not a rebellious spirit in no. any of this. No, uh, we are trying to reach as many people as we can. You guys sang to 
5,300 teenagers last week. I did the same thing last year at the same event with you all. Uh, that's what we're trying to do because what's yeah. going to happen is, you know, I've heard the whole, uh, I've heard the whole, well, we're always going to have old people. Mm-hmm. That's great. But I'm not trying to reach the old people. And the reason for that is we've already re- we're already reaching them. Mm-hmm. So you can't already try to reach somebody. We've already reached them. Now who are we going to reach beyond them? Right. Let's reach their kids. Let's reach right. their grandkids. Or better yet, let's let Jesus reach them through our music. Yeah. Yeah. And That's yeah. the future. I mean, ultimately, yeah. when people ask us that, like you said, it's hard to define an exact genre like description. However, our goal is to make music for the church. Our goal is Absolutely. to make music for the church, which entitles, right. which it means... Which the entire body. It's yeah. not an age. Nope, it's everybody. Age we want to make yeah. music that can resonate and be effective for every single person. Church music. And that's so universal, yeah, that's as everybody. you're saying. That's everyone. Yep. Well, the so Bible says we're called to preach the gospel to every creature. Yeah. yeah. And for us to be so small-minded to go, well, but Southern gospel music for old people. Shame on us yeah. for not being willing to reach everyone. Yeah. Yep. That's right. If we are not compromising the gospel of Jesus Christ... We should want to reach the world because the Bible commands us to do that. Yeah. And that is my message. Shall we take an offer? And I love, (laughs) I love, and I've said this on this podcast before, I believe, I love the diversity of Christian music right now. Everybody has a stage. It's the same way in contemporary right now. Yeah, exactly. Everybody has a stage and everybody has a favorite and a bunch of, and there are a bunch of different favorites. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful thing. If you turn on contemporary Christian radio right now, you're going to hear a worship song by Chris Tomlin. And then you're going to hear a country song by Ann Wilson. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to hear a southern rock style song by Zach Williams. Oh, and yeah. then you're going to hear a 70s rock song by We the Kingdom. And then you're going to, it, it, it's, it's all over yeah. the road. Beautiful and thing. It's okay. Yeah. Let the, don't let the style be the focus. Let the Savior be the focus. And Dad always says this, even Dad, who will be 70 in a couple of months, when he was a kid, he didn't have this diversity in Christian music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when he's now. You know, there's he, he says this. There's not really as much of a reason now to listen to secular music as there was even back then, because they have so many different flavors exactly. now. I love that. Yeah. And that dad says that all the time. Who did he listen? Did, what kind of did, does he ever talk oh, about? Jefferson what Starship, to? Grand Funk Railroad. Before wow. he got saved. Before, Before he got, got saved. Yeah. Well, yeah, those are not Christian yeah, yeah, groups. Would that yeah. have been like Gaither Trio days when he was? Oh, he was he was called to preach in the set, uh, 1970. So. Mid to late '60s, before he really found Christ and everything. But even so, even in his early days, his Christian music was varied. I mean, it, 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 for what he could find, he loved the Hensons, which was okay. So he very didn't listen to like before. second chapter of Acts. Oh, exactly. Or song, yeah, and okay. Steve, uh, Steve Green. Oh, I love Steve Green. Green. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Yeah. Keith Green. Yeah, Keith Green. Yeah, He's all of them. Too. Yeah. All the greens. All the greens. And, <laughs> and the greens. And the greens. And the greens. And the greens. <laughs> and the greens. All the green greens. beans, as we've already talked about. But uh, uh, yeah, he raised us like that. Yeah, that's the beauty of of our raising, and we praise God for it. We were on Mid South Boys, Jeff and Cherry Easter, the cathedrals, um, Stephen Curtis Chapman. I mean, it was everyone. Yeah, and, that was and a that's cool a healthy thing, thing about my parents too. Is my mom was very traditional, so we listened to Southern gospel and hymns. And my dad was very. I would listen to anything from Stephen Curtis Chapman to Journey to the Eagles to Van Halen. So I literally and 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 I you know I hesitate to say this, but I'm going to say it. You'll hear a little bit of all of that. I always say, if you like Never Know Never, you can thank my mom. Um, if you like Devil Can Dance, you can thank my dad. You know, I mean, it's yeah. there's all the different things are because of the way my parents raised me. I got to hear all styles of music. Wow. But it's all the same message. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And art is a collaboration. That's right. All yeah. art is a collaboration. Yep. And I'll tell you all another thing about all these six people 
that you're listening to right now, we're not against one person. No, we I love want it all. everybody to succeed, and we love each and every person. Whatever genre of Christian music that you are singing, uh, we we see art in it. We know that you have a stage, and we love what God has, the arena God has placed you in, and we we appreciate it because we need them all. We need and we all grew us. up on the Rochester's, and there is nothing oh my more traditional and amazing than yeah. the Rochester's. I incredible? love the Rochester's. Right. I love everything about yep. it. And Absolutely. the Matthews, and, yep. uh, yeah. which is now the Matthews and yeah. the Bins. But Absolutely. The, 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 I just love the, the Ben Rochester. There's a lot of different Rochester's now. But yes. like that was... That was just as cool to me. Yeah. Was Brighter Day? Uh, oh yes. Is that, was that the name yes. of it? Yes. Oh. Yeah. oh, just yeah. I mean, I loved it all. Yeah, it, still yeah. do. That's that, that's what we that's what we love. We love everything. We love everybody. That's what we want to be. Hey, what about some rapid fire questions? Oh boy. How all do in. you take your coffee? This is quick. Quick. Black. Lots of sugar. Text or caller. Text. Text. Do you now? Do you have a favorite quote? That's not quick. Why did I put that there? <laughs> favorite quote. Um, <laughs> hey, I have a question. Honesty over image. I can't I have afford a question. The cheap if grace. you could meet Ooh. one person, I know if you could meet one person in gospel music and let them know how impactful they were, who would it be, dead or alive? Oh, well, I mean, they can meet. They can still meet people that are I know. alive. I know that. And they've probably met everybody that's I've alive. I've met a lot, but I would say Steve Green for me because cool. I've not met him. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's alive. Yeah, I don't as far know. as I know. Hopefully by the time this airs, he's still kicking. <laughs> he's not that old. No. <laughs> he still looks All right, great. Steve. We're praying you, for you, bud. You said in Christian music? Oh, yeah, in, like in, like in our circles. Dead or alive, who, if, who could you meet? Who would you want to meet? And I have, thank I have no answer impact. for this. Okay, cool. Give your favorite okay. quotes again because both of them are fantastic. Mine was honesty over image. My brother always says that. I can't afford to cheapen grace. Okay, amazing. What's yeah. your favorite Chick-fil-A go-to order? Number one. Uh, grilled chicken, gluten-free bun. Mexican food or Italian? Oh, yes. Um, Papacitos. Beans and rice. Yes. Okay, that's, pasta, that's though. I could eat pasta every day of Yeah, my that's life. a hard one. Yeah. That's can, why I thought can, we just, can we just do both? <laughs> what a burger or In-N-Out? In-N-Out. Y'all better. In-N-Out. Oh, Thank you so gracious. much. I do not like these people anymore. My people. Flip-flops my or people. boots? Boots. Boots. Mount Rushmore of Flip singers is like philosophy. We've kind of touched on this. Yeah. Mount Rushmore. Mount or Rushmore of singers. Four singers. Give us four singers. Oh, we've kind of touched on this. Oh, in general. Cool. Mount Sinatra, Buble, um, David Phelps, Kenny Henson. Wow. Sinatra. Oh, all me. Ella Fitzgerald. Ooh. Um, Sorry, I didn't have any girls. I do love women. The Andrew sisters as one. <laughs> they are one, yes. Okay. They are one. Um, it's a big mount. It it's a big mount. Yeah. <laughs> we had to buy an extra Maybe mount. Maybe I should just stop <laughs> there. We had to buy an extra mount for them. Sinatra. <laughs> no, you got one more. Sinatra, Ella, Andrew sisters. Bing. Yeah. Okay. Bing. Bing. Pet. No, no believers on your Mount Rushmore. One more. Pet peeve. A bathroom fan that's not electrically separated from the light. Wasting Gosh, that time. Was entirely oh too fast. Can I give a can I give a <laughs> pet peeve too? Wait, while we're at it. As long, long as it's not one of us. I need to be able to turn off the fan. It drives me insane. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I you want two different switches. I hear that. I get that. I can't stand uh, it. Mine's wasting time. Oh, oh wasting right. anything. What are we doing right now? All right. Was the Irwin's <laughs> rapid fire. I have a question. Process. I have a question. Okay. I mean, no, I have a pet peeve I want to share. Okay. Since we're at it, and I want y'all to share one too. 
kind this of, is about me? Kind of with Lindsay's. No, kind of with Lindsay's. <laughs> You're looking at me. Bathrooms with carpets. <gasps> yep. Yeah, that's a solid pet peeve. with carpets. I've seen a bathroom that had a shower with carpet in it yeah. on a television program. And I was like, is this real? It was real. It was shag carpet on the walls of a shower. It ain't right. <laughs> ain't right. No. Yeah, that's not okay. Cody, do you have a pet right. peeve? No. Besides us. You just love everybody. Katie. I feel like we've shared our pet peeves before. We have, but we, we have, have so oh, many. Sorry. Um, I got one. I got one. Is your Cody's pet Go peeve ahead, mustaches? Go ahead, Let me think. Uh, when choir, and I love all choirs, but but learn the song oh. and don't sing through a book Ooh. when you're singing. Because yeah, don't it, read a song. It, yes. Don't read learn a song. it, learn it, practice and learn it because it's a disconnect when you're not looking at people. Are you one of them progressors that wants some... Boom. Hey. And, and I love all choir people. I love all choir yeah. music pastors. He wants them to read it off the wall. I just, yeah, hey, yeah. That's, that's better. I would rather them look up and look at the and look at a teleprompter in the back than, than look at a book. So anyway, that's a pet peeve. I have a question and a pet peeve. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Sorry about the delay, folks. Why do airplanes, uh, companies, yeah. charge for seats and tickets? Mm. True story. What do you mean? Like, they don't deal with that. Okay. They so pay like, first class. Oh, okay. No, we don't. No, oh, no. wow. Misinformation. <laughs> There's, okay. If we ever fly first class, it's number one, we got a deal. Or number two, it's cheaper for us to buy first class than it is to add bags. Because free baggage. Yeah, yeah. You That's another thing, right, though. Right. I mean, they know you travel with bags. <laughs> so we traveled southwest on the way here. Sure. Um, which was cheap. On the way home, we found a cheap first-class flight, and it was cheaper for us to upgrade to first-class because we have four bags, and, it w- and we're flying American. And one is overweight. It would have been way over yep. $200, $300. So it was cheaper because we, we have an overweight. Our sound is overweight, so we'd have to pay right. uh, extra. So it was cheaper for us to fly first-class, and you get free baggage. So Frontier and so, Spirit, as yeah. Cody's saying. We flew, oh, I don't know what oh, it was. Yeah. That you joke. have to buy the ticket, and then you have to buy your seat. Like, I've already oh, paid for Lord. this. This portion is not brought to you by Spirit Airlines. I've already paid for this. Why am I or paying Jet for Blue. it again? Yeah, I I'm think waiting. we need to talk about Frontier. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, yeah. Front, we're going to get contacted by Frontier. You guys are not going to get a sponsorship. You might get a sponsorship from one of the other airlines. <laughs> well, see, we're knocking off all the little ones. I know. Maybe if we get Delta. Delta. This wow. brought to you by Delta. First hey, class. I've always had great experiences with Delta, haven't Delta, y'all? Delta, Delta, Delta and Southwest. We love you, Delta. Delta and Southwest. We love you. We love you. We love Home Alone 2 reference. <laughs> guys, this has been a tremendous episode. Are a we lot done? of comment. Content, not comment. We've got more to say. Do we have more to say? I'd like to give well, my Well, we testimony. sing here in about an hour. I'm you kidding. know, well, you, we do need, do we need, we, we do. We do need to say for something about that. For those that have, yeah. No, for those that sure. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. <laughs> do it. People have Or it. if you don't want to, I'm sure there's a video on YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was a drug addict and Jesus set me free. I've been clean and sober for a little over 10 years now. And um, yeah, that's my story and Jesus set me free. That's there great. And my booking agent's calling me right now. So mm. I'll have to call him back. But Maybe anyway, he booked you a good date. He said well, to get away from them, Irwin folks. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's get a no, let's get him on the pod. Hey Ed, uh, <laughs> Edward. Yeah, what? you're live. You're live, Ed. <laughs> so I mean, I, I mean, I mean, if y'all don't want to hit the the testimony, I I mean, how I many think... doves have you been nominated, and Ooh, how many have you good. won? Oh, I don't know how many of I, I, I twenty. Nominated for 20? And then I've only won three. Hey! <laughs> hey. That's way more than us. Yeah. 
That's great. Oh, but you guys have won. That's all that matters. Okay, so that's an honor. The power of an empty royalty. Grammy, Grammy, yes, noms wins. Uh, I don't have any wins. Okay, (laughs) that's all I'll say. Yeah, we don't either. Good company. Yeah, just two. Two. Love it. Love it. Yep. This is a decorated ministry right here, folks. Okay. Like a Christmas tree. Yes. I have one more question. Sorry. Favorite fast food restaurant after a concert? Because that's really all that's open and what well, we do. We've already talked about a lot. Whataburger or In and Out are or, my two, or Culver's. Where, yeah, let's where see, do if we you're not in Texas, tour? though. Culver's or Chick fil A. Okay, there, for me, there's a top five. Okay. That are great fast food. You tell me Culver's, Chick fil A, Whataburger, In and Out. Actually, there's four. Yeah, those are the top four for me. What I really this? like Honey Grow. It's your last supper. What are you eating? Oh. What din- what restaurant meal are you eating? The tofu from Mama's Fish House in okay. Maui. Guys, we went to this place in Maui. On Maui, I should say. And we we looked at the prices, and she was like, we're not going. It's too expensive. It's it's pointless. This is a waste of my time. It's a waste of my money. I'm not going. We ended up going because a friend of ours wanted us to go, and it changed our lives. It was the best meal. It didn't change our lives. Well, pretty much. Um, but the, it was it was incredible. The best meal we've we've had in a long time. She got tofu. I got fish. I don't even eat fish. It was amazing. But if last supper would be Ruth's Chris steak or Skyline chili, mm. man, that's pretty vast right there. Also, Ex- pretty heavy. Excluding uh, the obvious, and you could it's whatever. What's the most difficult and most enjoyable thing about what you do? Difficult for me is finding the balance. The traveling aspect of how yeah. what's the most effective way to travel, um, the most rewarding is helping addicts, I think, and their families. Mm. Um, the most difficult for me is um, and standing ovations are fun. Is, uh, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the, the applause, <laughs> the applause, the applause of men. <laughs> Sorry, Lindsay. The most difficult is uh, being a person. <laughs> Where? <laughs> All right, guys. It's been a great episode. We've circled around. <laughs> I'm going to listen back to this and go, man, there were so many opportunities. <laughs> You're going to be talking to yourself. You're going to be talking to I yourself. I will, and that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. I when Anytime I do something like this, I then go talk yeah. to myself. Yeah. Well, no, we'll get in the car and she'll go, was I stupid? I was stupid. Wasn't oh, my goodness. Oh, really you were not. Hey, you can just, like, voice memo on your phone some clips, and we can edit it and if you want to re-answer. We're sitting here <laughs> acting like this is the last time y'all are ever going to be on this pod. No, oh, it's really? going to happen more. Because you Part guys two. may be the only two people that ever listen, and so you could guys could just... How many listeners do you on. have right now? Do you, want, uh, do you know your audience? I don't know. I don't. We don't, actually. No. It's tens. There are tens of it's them. It's tens. tens. Of tens. Yeah. It's going to go aluminum. Uh, yeah. no, that's <laughs> a horrible joke. Well, I didn't get the most enjoyable thing. Oh, um, I think it was rewarding, wasn't it? Was it enjoyable? I didn't uh, wrote answer. Enjoyable. Oh, I, I put. Oh, I said she rewarding. Said, she I said being it. a okay. person. That was that was my struggle. That oh, was a difficulty. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The reward is. I being love that Katie would sooner associate you with that though. Yeah, I thought that's what it was. Sorry. Yeah. The okay. most uh, the most enjoyable is uh, definitely when Joseph needs more reverb. That's <laughs> that's. We've all seen always. That. We've that's all the highlight seen of my life. What's the what's the yep, yep. There it is. That, his like hands, a claw. Yep. Your hand doesn't He's got, It's like a claw. Yeah. He's yeah. like a baseball third base coach. He has different hand signals and everything. They, he knows. Uh, they've gotten more subtle since I got ear monitors because I had uh, somebody. I might have been one of you all that said, 
your it was Blake McAllister. It was Blake McAllister. Your signals are extremely distracting, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, got to fix that." Wow. So I now I'll just kind of do a one one tap on the microphone. Is Mike, and then I'll just do Mike. My, my it hand. used to be very demonstrative. Da, 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 da. Or he'd yeah. like. <laughs> I smack in the mic. I or thought. he would like move his track away or move his uh, mic away from his mouth and yell at me, track, track, yeah. <laughs> like nobody could see track. it. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say I used to be a lot more aggressive with my, with my signals until we went to therapy. Oh, that also <laughs> well, actually, happened. Yeah, that's true. That actually go, happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's actually accurate as well. Yeah. yeah. What was her name? Everyone wants to go to therapy. Thank you, Alice. Alice really made a difference. We love you, Alice. Here's a question. <laughs> Shout out to the therapist. <laughs> Shout out to our therapist. One of our therapists. Oh, we have God. several. Yes, we brought have to you several by. for different things. Yeah. yeah. So, we, for instance, we have a song called Clouds that we never expected it to be as big of a song as we thought it would be. It was the last song that Wayne gave us in the, last, in the, in the record, and it just blew us away. It, at one point, it was the most played song radio-wise. I think y'all showed us that one way or another. I remember Lindsay sending us a text. It. I remember hearing clouds on that tour. I think it was uh, actually on your streaming. Okay, but for some reason, y'all might have seen that maybe. before us, maybe from a DJ or something. Anyway, and so we just we were just blown away by that. Is You're there welcome. a song You're that welcome. y'all that you've cut? Yeah, there's yeah, Cody sings. You're well. <laughs> is there if the clouds? <laughs> is there a song that you guys have cut that maybe kind of surprised you guys? Like you know, they keep coming back to this song, but tell them about. What happened before? Basement. Okay, so well, yeah. Before the basement came out, Joseph was so sure that it was going to flop. Like I didn't think people would get it. He was in such a bad mood that day. He was just scared. Really, really sure that it was going to be a really uh, just a a terrible uh, release. So much that he went and made a bowl of (laughs) oatmeal and peanut butter, just oats and peanut butter and honey and honey, like you would an energy. Like the little energy bites, except he made a whole bowl of it, not not just a the large small bowl. So anyway, he's he's got this in this uh, pretty pretty big bowl, and he's sitting on the couch, and he's eating this with a spoon and like attacking the bowl with the spoon, like hitting the bowl so hard. I'm like, the bowl's gonna break. And he this is like minutes before the song comes out. He's just so stressed, and he's just sitting here eating this and just. And then, <laughs> How was that again? And then, <laughs> and then the song comes out, and he starts playing it on. We're like, we're sitting here on the couch waiting for this moment. He starts playing it on his phone. I have my settings. It sounded terrible. Horrible. The mix was so bad. Like the the vocal was way back. The track was. It sounded like loud. this. He was like, somebody uploaded it wrong. It's it's wrong. It's wrong. And we, I mean, panic. And I played on my phone. It's fine. It's it's. He's got some settings oh all messed goodness. up, and it was just a very stressful. Did not know that stressful time. And then it is the most streamed song we've ever had. Is, is that, it really? It Even had, now, and it hasn't been out. It had three hundred thousand streams in the first month. Unbelievable! Praise first, the Lord for first that. Month? Yeah. First month. Yeah. Praise first the month. Lord for that. That's incredible. Can so, we we can we introduce um, sure two of our favorite people just came into the circle. This is Lainey and Ivy. This is Cody's little girls, and uh, they they may not say hello, but they hey, are the, they are the most precious. Say it together. Ready? One, two, three. Okay. Oh, they're sweet. They're, we just took their breath away. Um, they're <laughs> y'all haven't heard Lainey and Landry's not here, but nope. that's I love him. Too. Y'all haven't heard Ivy sing yet. Ivy sings full, Ivy full song on stage. 
Lena used to love us before she got to be. Now she's really big and cool, and she doesn't love us anymore. Is that right, Lainey? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's just staring at the ground. <laughs> big fan. <laughs> big, big fan. I promise you guys, she's a big fan. <laughs> what advice would you tell your younger self? Don't take yourself too seriously. Mm. I'm still d- learning that. I would say... Um, with that quote, was really serious. Don't misplace that essay you wrote on drugs. It's going to come in handy. (laughs) (laughs) No, she really did. Tell them about that. Yeah, I really did. In uh, fifth grade, I had to write an essay on drug abuse resistance education, the D.A.R.E. program. D.A.R.E., And I won the medal (laughs) for the essay. Quite a prophetic. God knew. God knew. Um, But no, I would would tell my younger, younger self... To not let anybody tell you, except for Jesus, who you have been, who you are, and who you will become. Mm. And be very careful to let anybody tell you who Jesus is. Mm. Know the Bible well enough to you. You know who he is, and you know Mm. who you are. Yeah. Guys, I think that's a tremendous way to end. And we cannot thank you guys enough for being a part of this. Oh, you guys honor, are uh, two of our favorite people on the planet, and we love you, and we cannot wait to see what God is going to do through your ministry. I know you guys are just getting started. God has already done some miraculous things through you guys, but y'all are just getting started. So, Guys, go listen are. to Joseph Habedank. Yep. Go yeah. listen to their album, yep. Together, Together by yeah. Joseph and Lindsay. Yes. Go listen to The Basement. Go listen to The Basement. Yes. Hey, what's y'all's website for people that might want to order shirts or CDs or anything? josephhabitank.com uh, if you have trouble with spelling I know it, we joke about it but just if you go to Google and you type in Joseph H-A-B Hab my name should come up and that you can find our website that way and then look at the tour dates and go see him yes if he is in Lafayette or in be disappointed guys it's an incredible it's an yes. incredible concert and two hey, incredible people we love you guys thanks for we having love us you. we love y'all more alright guys we'll do it again we are honored bye everyone we love y'all Jesus loves you <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode, and please take a moment to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It would be really helpful and appreciated if you could leave us a five-star review and share this podcast with your friends. Also, if you want to reach out to the Irwins with any questions, comments, or feedback about the podcast, simply send an email to 4kpod at yahoo.com. That's F-O-U-R k-p-o-d at yahoo.com you can also see the show notes for that email address and we're really excited to hear from you and you never know if you send an email with a question it may just be featured on a future episode this podcast is hosted by keith cody chris and katie Irwin, and it's produced by myself luke clayton and my team at mustincrease.com Thank you once again for joining us for this episode. I will look forward to seeing you next time right here on 4Ks in a Pod with the Irwins. Bring on the fire, bring on the rain. My testimony is not going to change. From the valley to the mountain, he's worthy.
telling my story.